Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a couple of weeks since I did the last uh, last episode of this. Um, it's not because I've not wanted to. It's just that I kind of thought I'll just hang on until I've got something something interesting to say. And I have been very busy as well. I've got some uh, some big news, which if you already know me and if you're uh, following me on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, then you, you probably already know the news. But I'll get to that in a minute. Let me kind of tell you what I've been up to. Uh, apart from this big news. So, uh, the last time I spoke to you, I was talking about uh, going to do Jester Jesters uh, Monday night at the Betsy Trotwood. Uh, so I did that. That was really good. I really enjoyed doing that one. It's a lovely little room. Really, really nice. Uh, like velvet curtains and a little tiny stage in a basement. It's just actually a really nice little room. And it was full as well. And it was just it's a really nice uh, room to play. I did some new material that I wrote that day. So I didn't really know it. I did something that I've not really done before, and I took my notebook onto the stage. Uh, I didn't have it in my hand. I just There was a little table in front of me. I put it down there. So every time I was kind of not sure where I was going next, I had a little glance down at the notebook, and, and I kind of managed to carry on where I was. So that was good. Um, the reason why I've kind of decided that I can do that is that after doing my Luton gig, where it was a big performance in front of a real paying audience... I kind of now view the open mic stand-up circuit a little bit different. I kind of think that it is, it really is now for me, a training ground. It's kind of take some ideas, try them out, really try them out, and see kind of which bits work and which bits need to be trimmed, which which are rubbish. And, uh, and then from that, you can de- start to really develop your set and get it to work for the gigs like Luton. I mean, all right, I've only done one like that, but it was so different to to the standard kind of open mic turn up, 20 comics on the bill, and you get five minutes to jump on and jump off. Where I was before is that I was taking those five minutes, and I felt it always had to be a proper performance in those five minutes. And I used to kind of look a bit disapprovingly at the, the comics that went up there and had a notebook and didn't treat it like a proper performance but now i've kind of totally switched and i'm i'm on the other side now not that i don't want to do well because you always want to do well you always want to try and do the best you can but i just my focus has, has switched a little bit so i did that at the uh, betsy trotwood and you know i did i still ran through my material quite a few times before i went on uh, but i just needed that little prompt rather than kind of to, to just learn it and and spew it out and hope it worked but yeah no so it was it was really useful there was i actually took a little bit of a risk and uh the first like 30 seconds of my my material there was no real joke there it was all a build to a reveal it was it was a bit of a risk but and i think i think i did it too much but it's fine that's kind of what it's all about isn't it that's what i'm doing so uh, I did another gig last night, so I'm still trying to do this one-a-week thing. I still think that's quite useful where I am at the moment. Maybe I'll come to the point where I think I won't need to do one a week. I need to do more writing. I do definitely need to do more writing. Uh, the stuff that I did before Betsy Trotwood was written on the day. I kind of sneaked off uh, while my wife was looking after the kids and, and wrote down five minutes of stuff and then uh, didn't really get a chance to read it until I got there that night. Um so I do need to try to find some time to, to write more stuff, which is increasingly becoming difficult with just so much going on, uh, especially when I get to my big news a bit later on. I'll tell you all about that. So I did another gig uh, this last week, which was at the Freedom Fridge. And this place, 
I've been there quite a few times now. It is really starting to feel like my home venue in a way because I really enjoy the room. I love Andy Onions. I think he's so funny. Um, <laughs> he's he's a bit of a car crash, I have to say, Andy. We love you. We really love you. You're, you're a funny guy. But you just never know kind of whether he's going to self-destruct on stage or not. And he, I love him. I think he's brilliant. Uh, he's emceed most of my gigs uh, there, so so that's quite nice. And uh, all of the acts there were really, really good. And Rachel was there as well, of course, being really good. She got her first 10-minute spot and did really well with that as well. And she's working towards this big semi-final competition where uh, the, the Muse Moose thing, where she got round to the semi-finals, she's got a 10-minute gig there. So I think she's kind of working through a bit of material to try and get ready for that as well. I really want her to to do as well as she can in this competition because it could it could like catapult her into who knows what you know she wins this competition or well shouldn't really talk about winning a competition but she does really well in this competition you know you don't know where it's going to lead um so anyway back to me down here um i did the same sort of set that i did at the betsy trotwood which was uh, about a bit about my wife and a bit about our cat um so that went down quite well in fact, it went down so well that Andy had introduced a, a kind of a new elements to the Freedom Fridge. I don't know if this is what he's going to do every time, but um, he wanted to give out a little prize, and they were rubbish prizes, a little prize for the best joke, the worst joke, and the cheesiest joke. And in my set, he handed me all three prizes uh, during the set, which got really good laughs as well. So uh, let me play you a little bit about that. My best joke. In fact... I ended up doing six minutes, and I think a minute of it was just people laughing at me getting prizes. Anyway, this is me winning the prize for best joke. Yeah, you might be able to help me out with this, right? Sitting on our third date, Lee, don't eat those Haribo made from horses' bones. Have you ever heard that before? Vegetarians passed out. Yeah, well, there's no way that it's true, right? Because if it was. Horses would be falling over all the time, wouldn't they? really nice really funny thing to happen um incidentally i didn't end up winning best joke the guy that won it i don't know his name actually i should should look that up but he came on last he'd only done five gigs and there was this kind of heckler guy he wasn't really heckling he was just oh well, andy described him as um well when he was talking to him he told the crowd don't do drugs so you can kind of draw your own conclusions to uh, what we all thought but this guy kind of came in tall bloke wearing an FBI hat and camouflage trousers and didn't really say a word and said the odd thing, which was odd, and then just waltzed out. He came back in later on in the middle of this guy's set and he just managed, this five gig old comedian managed to just kind of have everyone in stitches just by talking about how he wanted this guy to get back with his mum. He says, come on, Dad, I want to get back with Mum. And it was just, I guess you had to be there, but it was hilarious. It was really funny. So well-deserved for the best joke. But I still won cheesiest joke and worst joke. So uh, that was quite nice. Right, so I think now is the time to tell you my big news. And that is that I have actually set up my own comedy night. 
I've been thinking about doing this for a while, and I did mention it a little while ago that I was looking at a few venues, but uh, it's been in the offing for like the last month, and it is next week on Wednesday the 20th. And I'm really, really excited about it. It's in uh, the Blacksmith's Arms in St Albans, and it's in the Yurt. If you've ever been to that pub, then you'll know. If you don't know, I'll tell you. Uh, they've got a nice big beer garden in the back, and they've got this enormous tent, um, the Yurt, which can hold about 40, 50 people. Now, I've spoken to the landlord, and we've arranged stuff, and he's letting us do a comedy night there next Wednesday. And it's going to then subsequently be every last Wednesday of the month. So if you want to find out more details about it, it's on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash comedy in the yurt. And yurt is spelt Y-U-R-T, if you don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, you ch- check out that. Follow follow the page, like the page, whatever, and you'll find out details about it. And come down. I've actually managed to sell out the first night, which is fantastic. I, I put forty tickets up for sale on wegottickets.com, and they've all gone. So we're guaranteed to have at least forty people who are there paying to see some decent comedy, and I'm really really happy about it. The lineup's brilliant. I've got. Um, Andy Gleeks and Charlie Harrison, two people that I was on the bill with at Luton who were brilliant. I think everyone was brilliant that night. I'm going to try and get all of them on uh, at some point. But um, Andy Gleeks is available and funny, and so is Charlie Harrison, so that's going to be great. Rachel's going to do her 10-minute set. And also Ian, friend of the podcast, friend of the 4AM Cab show, star of 4AM Cab, uh, he's going to be doing a, a 5- to 7-minute set. Also, Julia Watson, who I met at Pegasus uh, Comedy, which uh, she's a really funny comedian as well. So uh, she's going to be on the bill. And also, the headline for the night is Don Biswas. Everyone thinks he's great, and he is. He's great. I'm really happy that he's going to be uh, closing our show. The whole thing's going to be put together by uh, President Obonjo. Uh, so that's going to be very, very funny and very interesting. And I don't know if St. Albans is ready for him. I'm sure they are. He's a funny guy. So that's all happening on Wednesday, 20th of May. There are going to be a couple of tickets on the door, so if you want... This is turning into a bit of a sales pitch, which I didn't really mean it to. I was just trying to tell you my news, but do come along if you can. I'm going to try and squeeze as many people in. There'll be standing room at the back, hopefully, as well. So uh, we should get about 50-odd people in there. So if you're, if you're around, Wednesday, 20th of May, Blacksmith's Arms, come down. Really excited about it. Really excited about it. And I've also got myself on as well. I'm going to do a little five five minutes spot myself so that's where i am and that's why i've been so busy because i've been organizing that i've been doing the promotion for it i've been selling tickets i've been contacting acts for this gig and for the next few gigs as well so uh it's all it's all really busy and actually trying to find time to have a real life as well nah, forget that 